I thought it was a very well-crafted speech, spent the first part of it uh, making a, as strong a case as you can imagine for the Trump record. I think he took some liberties in the way he described the president's response to the coronavirus, but that happens in political speeches, and then really took apart uh, Joe Biden's record on foreign policy, on the economy. We all commented on it last week that he didn't say a word about the violence in the streets of America, and they're going to hammer that, no question about it. A very effective speech. Chris Wallace praising uh, Mike Pence's speech. Oddly enough, I've called for the wrong clip twice on that. That's not what I want to hear. For some reason, I keep asking for the wrong one. It was a fine, uh, fine on. clip, though. Uh, uh, yeah, but that is Chris Wallace, and he hasn't given much praise this week, and he really thought Pence uh, killed it last night. 44, please. People have used the word stagecraft. That's exactly the right word. If they put this much thought and this much stagecraft into the acceptance speech by the vice president, I can't even imagine what tomorrow <laughs> is going to be ni- like when... Donald Trump delivers his acceptance speech on the South Lawn at the White House. I thought that was interesting, and that's tonight. What did they do? I didn't watch it. Did they have like the Phantom of the Opera chandelier like fall midway through the speech or something? What were they doing? I didn't watch either. What was the stagecraft for Mike Pence? It he was, came in on a stagecoach? Uh, no, it was at Fort McHenry, lit up oh, beautifully yeah, right. uh, at night. With flags and people came through the, the corridor of the fort, the kind of courtyard. And it, it, was, it was beautiful. Especially if you've ever been there, because it's a really cool place. Um, it's where they flew the flag that Francis Scott Key was writing about. Right, and then so the Chris Wallace's point was: if you put, if you if you go you go to that length for the vice president, what's it going to be tonight for Trump? <laughs> Mar-a-Lago. I'll tell you. I thought you know it's going to be at the White House. Controversial. We seem to be unique in this, um, uh, probably to our you know disadvantage that joe and i are both anti-spouses of presidents <laughs> whether they're republican or democrat just i'm just apathetic yeah and i don't need to see him i just and and, the, and all the hub, hubaloo about him pro or con who freaking cares yeah <laughs> they were lady like, to do lady anything. lady well she was humanizing her husband by talking about yeah okay i figured he was human but i <laughs> i just saw i saw a little bit of that in the the long walk that she made all along, and they're walking up, and like, like like the queen of America was coming in. I just I don't like the royal family thing. That's what no. rubs me the wrong way. Right, agreed. Um, I think it's important to point out for the record that Sean was exactly wrong. Yes, the opposite. Talking about his COVID test, indeed, the new uh, test from Abbott Labs, five minutes, fifteen minute results, easy to use. You don't have to shove anything into your frontal lobe. Um, well, how do you do it? For if you suspect you got the vid um, within the first seven days of symptom onset. No, I think you just, it's just a, uh, you, you, you take a swab up into your nose there. Swab your but nose. It doesn't have to be up into your sinus cavity. And in 15 minutes, you'll know whether or not you had COVID or whether you have it now. Jack, as you know, it's demonstrated sensitivity of 97.1%. Um, that's positive percent agreement. And the specificity of 98.5, negative percent agreement, whatever that means. Sounds, I still don't understand what it is. It's in the high 90s. That in, sounds good. In, that's strong. Those are strong numbers. <laughs> but how, No debating that. How, Unless it's like, you know, in 97.1% of the cases, taking an aspirin won't kill you. Then it's not that good. Um, how soon will these be out? Because, like I keep saying, if you'd have told me in March... That I still wouldn't know where to get a test or, or could even get a test come almost September. I would have been really surprised. Jack, I'm glad you asked. The company will ship tens of millions of tests in September, ramping up to 50 million tests a month at the beginning of October. 
50 million. And it okay. is a, an antigen test, which tests for a protein of the virus. So it tests if you currently have it, a.k.a. the opposite of what I said about seven minutes ago. Well, let the face punching begin. We had an agreement. <laughs> can, I, and, can I negotiate down to a slap? <laughs> and, then, and he was going to punch himself in the face? Yes. You can slap yourself in the face. All right. All right, oh, here no. We go. oh, no, 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 no. No violence. I got please. a beard. This won't hurt as bad. Hold on. Oh, boy. Oh, man. That was, uh, stop it. Now, I did say last hour, if it turns out anybody can prove that I was engaged. It stung a little. <laughs> in a discussion of the shocking twist in Million Dollar Baby. Yes. I will check myself into a home because I'm certain I've, I don't know how that, well, that what happens. Well, that makes the show difficult to do, so yeah. I don't approve of I that. I have to bet. for my own safety. Well, if that, it turns Your out safety to be is case. not the most important thing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My uh, my financial well-being is much more important uh, than anyway, that. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, I did once promise I'd eat my truck if Donald Trump were ever the nominee of the Republican Party. That was years before he even ran. Um, and, uh, I was wrong. Dead wrong. And I have not eaten my truck. No, you have not. Liar. Um, so LeBron James is kind of the face of the NBA, and for obvious reasons. He's maybe the best player that's ever existed. He's the biggest star right now. Um, and, uh, and, he, and, he, and he is the spokesman. And he apparently, when they had their big meeting last night, players getting together in teams, because they're all living in the bubble, they can all get together quite easily. And a moment's notice. Hmm. Um, they all got together. And he got up and left the meeting, and he wants to cancel the playoffs. In protest for police shooting the dude in Kenosha. Right. Which or, I'm, you know, police I'm, shootings in general. It, it, it seems like it is a negotiating ploy in an effort to get the owners to do more than they have already committed to do. And him walking out of the meeting, he is very much aware of branding and, and news flows. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. Because we don't know what happened there in Kenosha, Wisconsin yet. We don't know yet. We don't know if this was a justified shooting or not. And even if it weren't justified, you don't know that was 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 race-related. Correct. Um, For instance, with the George Floyd thing, there is zero evidence that there was racial animus afoot there. Right. Which it's possible. Is, which I'm not it, saying there wasn't, because yeah. I don't know. Well, I was going to get to the point, you know, we've said this before, but it's even more clear now. If the NBA was willing is willing to cancel the playoffs over... What we know so far out of Kenosha, Wisconsin, what is it going to be like if they decide uh, the, the the cops that were watching George Floyd die, they're going to get charged with nothing, and the guy that was actually kneeling on his neck absolutely doesn't get charged, uh, you know, convicted of murder? Right. The cities are gonna. I don't know how you handle this in a you know our our system doesn't work in such a way that a courtroom in Minneapolis has to give a head heads up to cities across America? Nope. But they might we might want to figure out a way in this case. Yeah, just you don't just have the the foreman stand up and say um yes your honor, we the jury find what's the the scumbag's name? I still think he's a scumbag, but Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin not guilty. Um I don't think they can just announce that on live TV like that. No, although when there will be warning that the verdict's going to come down, um, and and I think cities will be ready for it. I mean, Oof. you'd have to be an idiot not to be. Breaking news! Breaking news! According to the Bleacher Report, and they would know NBA players have decided to continue the playoffs, but today's games will be postponed. Per the fabulous Adrian 
Wojnarowski. So I tweeted this last night, and this is, well, I'll just read it. Sincere question. It was the, the canceling of the NBA playoff games. Or postponement of them, I guess. Sincere question. Will this happen every time a cop shoots a black man? Whether completely justified, completely unjustified, or somewhere in between. Tough to run a league. And it is. I mean, it is impossible that the cops will shoot no black people in the next six months. And nor it's impossible that they will shoot no white people. They shoot more white people than black people. It's disproportionately black people, but then we could get into the statistics about crimes and criminals as well. Um, so how are you going to run the NBA? I guess Sean kind of answered that question in that if the players get what they want out of the owners, they'll go ahead and play. So this is a maneuver to get something. It may be something righteous and good, but it is, it's a negotiation. The NFL is going to fall apart. My prediction is they will not complete the third week of the schedule. So between the vid and the politics. Interesting that they're going to play and that maybe they thought this through because I was thinking earlier, doesn't LeBron James have more of a platform in a press conference after every single playoff game to say what he wants and everybody hear it than if the season goes away? I, I think he's, he'd have more of a platform. He's yeah, such a maybe. big star. He's so big, though. He's such a yeah. big celebrity. Yeah. But all the players in general, certainly, wearing the wearing the shirts with the various messages on them, all that sort of stuff. I think they have more of a platform if the playoffs continue. Anyway. Well, Draymond Green is, uh, has commented, the Golden State Warriors hero of many a playoff game. It will always be bigger than basketball, he says, uh, supporting the NBA players. Did he then reach up and punch somebody in the junk? Right. He might have. So LeBron said this the other night. This is after the Kenosha shooting. You have no idea how that cop that day left the house. You don't know if he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You don't know if he had an argument at home with his significant other. You don't know if one of his kids said something to him and he left the house steaming. Or maybe he just left the house saying that today is going to be the end for one of these black people. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. It just hurts. It hurts. LeBron believes that there are white cops that get up in the morning with the decision is, I'm going to end the life of a black person today. That may have happened. It is definitely not happening on a regular basis. That is just a terrible thing to put into people's minds. And as Jason Whitlock pointed out scathingly, the things LeBron doesn't know is a pretty long list about what happened and why the cop felt like he had to shoot. The young man. There is not only is there not a rash of white cops unjustifiably killing black people. That's just not true. The numbers are tiny. Right. It happens, and it's a tragedy. It's terrible. But the idea that there are white cops who regularly get up with the idea of, I'm going to kill a black person today. And you think that's a regular occurrence? Yeah, that's well, that is why Jason Whitlock is so mad at LeBron, because he is fueling the fire of anger, hate and violence as as fast as he can. He doesn't think he's doing that. I just think he's incredibly misguided. Um, On the other hand, you know, uh, we had a listener. I think they were being somewhat sarcastic, but it was a really good idea. They suggested we run the speech. Tim Scott, black senator, Republican from South Carolina, gave uh, a number of months ago, when he was trying to get police reform through the Senate, when he was talking about getting pulled over seven times in a year 
and how a, a Capitol policeman didn't believe him that he was a senator, even though he'd been a senator at that point for like a year or something like that. Um, and uh, and that, that absolutely is a story that should be told. 100%. We can play that. You want to play that it, one? It's we? rather long. Uh, we can play some of it. Okay. I'd like to hear that. I read about it, but I didn't hear it. Yeah, I, yeah, it's important. And what bothers me about like what LeBron James is doing is he's he's setting up straw men and knocking them down. He's being, as Jason Whitlock said, a bigot toward white people, and that's preventing the the really good productive uh, conversation from being had. In my opinion, we'll bring you Tim Scott in moments. I think you'll enjoy it. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, boy. Nancy Pelosi just said Joe Biden should skip the debates. We'll have the full quote for you coming up in a little bit. Also, what Trump said about the debates yesterday was, I think it was intended to jerk around the media and get attention, but there's so much going on, even Trump can't poke through. Really? But what he said was kind of funny. Wow. Okay. Stay tuned for the debate talk. Yeah. So um, we had a listener, I think he was like challenging us to play this uh, clip of Tim Scott. Um, that dodge never works, by the way. You don't know me very well if you think you can bait me into doing anything. But um, I listened to the speech Tim uh, gave, Senator Tim Scott, Republican, South Carolina, black man, um, about at the beginning of the conversation about police reform, and he was talking about his experience as a black man, and I, I thought it was terrific. I think virtually everything Tim Scott says and does is terrific. Um, but uh, why don't we just play it? Play a couple of minutes of it. We may stop and discuss. Uh, but this is Tim Scott a few months ago. I want to go to a time in my life when I was an elected official. Uh, in the course of one year, I've been stopped seven times by law enforcement officers. Not four, not five, not six, but seven times. But instead of sharing experience after experience, I want to go to a time in my life when I was an elected official. Uh, In the course of one year, I've been stopped seven times by law enforcement officers. Not four, not five, not six, but seven times in one year as an elected official. Was I speeding sometimes? Sure. Holds up a finger twice. But the vast majority of the time, I was pulled over for nothing more than driving a new car in the wrong neighborhood or some other reason just as trivial. One of the times I remember I was leaving the mall. I took a left out of the mall, and as soon as I took a left, a police officer pulled in right behind me. So that was my first left. I got to another traffic light. I took a, another left into a neighborhood. Police followed behind me. I took a third left onto the street that lead, or at the time led to my apartment complex. And then finally I took a fourth left coming into my apartment complex and then the blue lights went on. The officer uh, approached the car and said that I did not use my turn signal on the fourth turn. Keep in mind, as you might imagine, I was paying very close attention to the law enforcement officer who followed me on four turns. Do you really think that somehow I forgot to use my turn signal 
on that fourth turn. Why don't we pause well, it right there? That's a good stopping point. Um, you know, there's a lot of discussion about white privilege, and uh, I I understand to some extent what they're talking about. That's never happened to me, um, and it never will. Um, but uh, unlike some of the angry activists, I want Tim Scott to have I, civil rights privileges. I want everybody to have that same thing. What gets described as white privilege, I think, is American privilege. <laughs> and the, I think the goal should be to make sure that all citizens get that. Yeah, right, indeed. But uh, that's a valid gripe. That oh, heck yeah. Chap your ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's seven times in one year. That's incredible. As I an been, elected official. I haven't been pulled over seven times in 20 years, I don't think. No. No, I can guarantee I remember every single time I've been pulled over. Um, I think it was a total of... That might be my whole life being pulled over seven times. I'm not even sure it is seven times. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's incredibly annoying. That would uh, get on your nerves after a while. Um, and, and I'm sorry and that that's happened. Got, and that's, that's got to be a racial bias thing. I mean, it's just without a doubt, right? Well, it's, it's, it's a little more complicated than that in that if, uh, if, if in that part of the world, uh, the majority, maybe even the vast majority of car thieves happen to be black, then it's not, uh, it's not purely racial animus. It is incredibly unfair and inconvenient to innocent black people, though. More of uh, Tim Scott to come. He's a good man. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Since you asked about that, I myself, just don't tell anybody I told you this, especially don't tell Joe Biden, I don't think that there should be any debates. I do not think that the president of the United States has comported himself in a way that anybody has any association with truth, evidence, data, and facts. I wouldn't, I wouldn't legitimize a conversation with him. Wow. That's a crazy thing to say. That, that is amazing. Now, I think if I were Joe Biden, I wouldn't debate Trump, and I think he can get away with it. Um, because I think there's way more of a risk of you doing your rambling old man who's losing it thing than anything else. If you didn't have that problem, you would be, you couldn't wait to debate a guy that's full of crap. Oh, yeah. Because you're just going to pants him in front of a national audience. Right. The challenger always wants to debate. Yeah. If you think the guy's just throwing out lie after lie after lie, you just get prepared and you go out there and you absolutely destroy them. Right. Um, so yeah, that, that's such a weird argument to go with that. It's, but it's a nice excuse. It's well crafted. It's the, utterly dishonest. You, you have the Speaker of the House saying her party's candidate shouldn't debate the president. That, that, that's why these are wild times. And yesterday, see, I thought, I thought this was a Trump trying to troll the media to get him to react and just, we got so much going on with uh, the NBA canceling the playoffs and cities on fire that even Trump can't break through because he said he was going to demand Biden take a drug test before the debate. Did he say why? Does he think he's doing big rails of blow or something? Come Smoking on. the hippie he, lettuce? He did the same thing with Hillary, you'll remember, that you know she was when uh, there were the various... <laughs> Vince used to be really into this. The uh, <laughs> when Hillary would cough up something green or whatever oh, that Lord. was, and what might be wrong with there her. There might and be so, a catheter involved. <laughs> right, I the, what? Yeah. I'd forgotten the catheter. Right. All you right. can see the bulge. Look at her pocket. Yeah, the bulge in her. In she her got sweater. something in her pocket. <laughs> and so Trump wanted a drug test before the debates, and now he's doing the same thing with Biden. But 
Uh, the fact that it, that Nancy's saying I wouldn't debate him, I think they're laying the groundwork for him. He's not going to debate. He only gets hurt by his own party with that. The other party wasn't going to. The other people aren't going to vote for him anyway. Right. So you're not you're not having an effect there. It would only hurt you if some people in your party all said, "Oh, come on! I don't know if I can vote for a guy who's unwilling to debate." Nancy's laying the groundwork. Everybody's laying the groundwork of Trump is such a liar, so, so terrible that you shouldn't even debate him. Don't don't give him the honor of debate. And I think that gives him some cover. Yeah. And I'll bet he doesn't debate. All right, we said we'd give you some more Tim Scott. Um, why don't we continue on with his speech? It was uh, toward the beginning of the year, I believe. Um, he's trying to get the police reform stuff going. I guess it was in the spring. Well, it was after the George Floyd thing happened. Right. Yeah. Um, by the way, it's probably worth mentioning that Nancy Pelosi and uh, the Democrats won't even meet with him to move his work forward because they want the issue uh, for the fall, for the elections. They don't want to solve it. They want to have it. But anyway, uh, more with Tim Scott talking about his experiences as a black man. Well, according to him, I did. Another time... I was following a friend of mine. We had just left working out, and we were heading to Outback to grab a bite to eat about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And he pulls out. I pull out right behind him. We're driving down the road, and the blue lights come on. Officer pulls me into the median. And he starts telling me that he thinks perhaps the car is stolen. Well, I started asking myself because I was smart enough not to ask him. I asked myself, uh, is the... License plate coming in as stolen. Does the license plate match the car? I was looking for some rational reason that may have prompted him to stopping me on the side of the road. I do not know many African-American men who do not have a very similar story to tell, no matter their profession no matter their income, no matter their disposition in life. Imagine the frustration, the irritation, the the sense of, of a loss of dignity that accompanies each of those stops. Even here on Capitol Hill, where I've had the great privilege of serving the great people of South Carolina as a United States Congress member and as a United States Senator for the last six years. Well, typically when you've been here for a couple of years, the law enforcement officers get to know your face and, and they just identify you by, by face. But if that doesn't happen and you have a badge, a, you know, a license that you can show them, shows that you're a senator, or this really cool pen. I oftentimes say that the house pen is larger because our egos are bigger. So we need a smaller pen. So it's easy to identify a U.S. senator by our pen. I recall walking into an office building just last year after being here for five years on the Capitol. And the officer looked at me with a little attitude and said, the pen I know you, I don't. Show me your ID. I'll tell you, I was thinking to myself, either he thinks I'm committing a crime impersonating a member of Congress, or, or what? 
So uh, I renew my call for Tim Scott, Jack Brewer, who spoke at the Republican National Convention last night, LeBron James, and you can nominate somebody else to sit down and just talk and talk these things out calmly. I think it's great for white America to hear that from Tim Scott, who's a a, a brilliant guy, a, a great Republican senator and a fabulous success story. Uh, I think a lot of people need to hear stuff like that, and that's fine. But horse, I almost said the, the S word. I wish I had. Horse S like white fragility and all that, that's not helping anybody. That's just garbage. Uh, that's good stuff, though. Tim Scott for president. Soon. Yeah. Sometime. <clears throat> How old a guy is he? He's not that old. He might be 50. I'm guessing he's 45. Good guess. It's not that important, but... 54. Whoa! Oh, man, how why does he look so good? I look like I'm 80. I run into people who are my age, and they'll find out they're... I, mean, I say, why do you look like you and I look like me? What's going on? <laughs> it's not the years, it's the mileage. <laughs> That's what they say. Anyway, Tim Scott there. Um, do we have breaking news, or is that the uh, Nancy Pelosi thing? Nancy Pelosi thinks Biden shouldn't debate was the breaking news, which I think is something. Yeah, it's as a guy who likes the sport, that's a hell of a dodge. I mean, that's that's a wild thing to attempt to try to get your a guy out of debating. Well, this this uh this racial thing is a new wrinkle. Is there is some there is some poll movement there. The it's about the violence really, right? The violence, yeah. 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 The yeah, it's about the violence. It's not about the racial stuff. I mean, the racial stuff is involved in the violence. But it's the violence in the cities. There's trem- there is a tremendous level of agreement about the racial stuff. And I don't know what the polling is that they're talking about. But you got Don Lemon on CNN. You got Chuck Todd on MSNBC. All mentioning yesterday. There's some polling that they only have access to mm. that is showing this is a significant issue. And Joe Biden better get on the right side of it because this could upend him. Prior to that, though. I thought the only way Biden loses is if he has a couple of old man moments. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the best place to show those would be on the debate stage. And he avoids that whole problem by not debating. Yeah. Yeah. Just based on the current polling. Now, Trump has closed the gap uh, a little bit in the last couple of weeks. But part of it's over this violence stuff. The city, could, the, the country could so easily decide that's it. I mean, that's just this is crazy. This is insanity. Oh, yeah. And the Republicans are talking about it every night, and the Democrats never mentioned it at all. We're, we're news freaks, so we're way more aware of what's going on than the average person who's either too busy or the news is so depressing they've che- checked out. But, yeah, as people become more aware of what's going on and how widespread it is, and or uh, got this, did, it, did I stow it over here in this other file? Um, got this email from... Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. What the heck did I do with it? Uh, essentially, it said all the windows are boarded up downtown. No businesses are open. Everything's shut down. As that happens in your town, his town, or her town, yeah, that issue is going to start, uh, well, catching fire, which is a terrible choice of words, and I uh, apologize for it. We got this text. Another Patriot rally here in Portland on Saturday. That's the right-wing extremist group that took on the left, to the Washington the left-leaning Antifa group according to the Washington Post. Yeah, just shameless. But Utterly anyway, shameless. another Patriot rally here in Portland on Saturday. 70 plus Sturgis attendees just left Laramie, Wyoming this morning headed west. So, uh everybody's uh 
getting prepared for another street battle. Well, that'll be for this weekend in Portland, won't it? Won't it though? Yeah, Portland used to be such a great city. San Francisco used to be such a great city. I'd, I'd, I'd finish the list, but it's way too long. And if you didn't hear the earlier breaking news from this hour, the NBA is going to start the playoffs back up again. They have some demands, but they're going to start playing again. Not today, for some reason, but by this weekend, they think. They're still demanding. Okay. Is baseball going to play? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that can, And Can I watch now? I don't know. Sometimes I have to remind myself, number one, these guys, these guys are practically kids. And they live in an ideological bubble. And and they're from South America, <laughs> generally Central America, but uh, and and they're they're halfwits in terms of complex sociological issues, geopolitics, whatever. They have no idea what they're talking about, and they're kids. And I like watching them play baseball. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. I know a lot of you have given up sports because it's just gotten so annoying, but I've got a bit of an addiction, you see. Mm, nothing wrong with that. Man, you know, need a distraction. Uh, women say working from home is hurting their careers. Men believe working from home is causing their careers to thrive. Oh, man. According to a new poll. I learned the most interesting thing I've ever heard about men and women in the workplace and why there's a disparity in wages. All I don't that. know if we have time for it today. We'll try to squeeze All it. that coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. But you don't want to bring it up as a rumor or anything. I won't. Mm. Mm. I, mm. Yeah, it's a rumor. The reason Trump wants Biden drug tested is because he, he's allegedly being treated for dementia. There's a rumor. Yeah. I mean, that it's he's not like some... that isn't out there already, that he's a doddering old man and he's failing, uh, you know. This idea is a bunch of malarkey. There's strong denial. We're not saying we know it to be true at all? No. We're just saying that that is d- uh, burbling around. Yeah, the specific drug that he's on and everything. But uh-huh. I don't know it to be true. I have no evidence of that. I wouldn't be shocking at all. The question no. to me is He's how... pushing 80. No, that wouldn't be the least bit shocking. <laughs> But the question to me would be, how would the voting public react? Fascinating. I was reading about the Dukakis-Bush race the other day. One of the reasons that's getting a lot of attention is that's the only other example you can come up with of somebody being as far behind as Trump is right now and coming back and winning. Is Dukakis had a pretty damn big lead on George H.W. Bush coming out of the conventions. One of the many things that knocked Dukakis down was a story broke that his wife had been treated for depression? Can you believe that? And had been medicated for Can it. you believe that as recently as 1988, that would damage you as a presidential candidate? Doesn't that seem insane? I think if, if you, the presidential candidate, it turned out in your 30s you were on Wellbutrin, or you still are, who would care? As, I, as long as doctors said, no, they're absolutely fine. It's a medical condition. They're taking a drug to fix it. And, yeah, it's fine. It's like my blood pressure is controlled most days. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That just. I'm sorry. I got to get over that. Just a few that. decades shocking. ago, that would be disqualifying. Kitty Dukakis. That's right. For a lot of people, 
Uh, speaking of the women in the workplace, and we'll have a little more time to do this more completely tomorrow, but um, the whole women earning 77 cents on a dollar that a man does is like half a dozen different kinds of a lie. Um, it's just incredibly misleading. It's been debunked by everybody, and you still hear it. Um, but the uh, Economic Journal, which is a scholarly um, scholarly journal whose website has died right now, which is not very handy, but I have an account of the story they did, or the study they did. They suggest differences in the way men and women network may play a significant role in workplace uh, gender gaps in pay. Um, probably worth throwing in. Number one, men tend to take higher risk professions that pay more. They tend to work longer hours, etc., and they just have uh, they make work and making money a higher priority. And the idea that that's good and women who make work and making money a lower priority, perhaps in favor of family, etc., is a bad thing. That's an obscenity to me. It's a bizarre attitude. But anyway, this just to summarize this study, they found that men tend to have larger, looser networks. They connect with more people. But it's not as close a relationship. Women tend to connect with fewer people, but their peers and relationships um, are, are more closely connected, clustered. They go into that's only one hundred percent accurate in my life experience. Right, but where it becomes significant is they got into choosing tasks and projects, and men use their networks to give them access to information to figure out which projects are high-risk, high-reward, and then take them on. Women, on the other hand, they found, feel responsible to their networks and don't want to let them down and don't want to be seen as, as failing them. And so they tend to be less focused on high-flying success and more on everybody being happy and feeling good about what's been going on. Hmm. Um, And we can get into this a little more tomorrow, and they give examples that make it pretty damn clear. Lawyers and nurses, they compare, for instance. Explored genre. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo presses the buttons in the control room. Michael. Yeah, Jack, this is for you. I saw Under Siege 2 with Steven Seagal. I walked out of the theater. I've been avoiding the ending for years. <laughs> you still don't know how it ends. Still don't know how it ends. Don't want to know. Reference to something that happened hours ago on the show. Thank you for listening to every <laughs> single minute. Positive Sean, a final thought for us. Uh, I don't know why this kept bouncing around in my head yesterday, but the, the age of the gentleman who was arrested uh, yesterday in Kenosha for uh, shooting a couple people, 17 years old, same age as Greta Thunberg. Uh, I, I don't know why, but I couldn't get that out of my head, and I, I, hmm. I think maybe speaking it will help it stop bouncing around Let in my head. Let me think about that. How dare you? Jack, a final thought? Yeah, I don't feel good today, and I'm starting to think it's like don't feel good like I'm ill in a little bit. Yep. I haven't had anything like Ooh. a lot of people. I haven't had anything since February, since we wash our hands all the time, and Wear masks everywhere we go. Right, and don't associate with humans. I'm at least, least mildly concerned. I just texted my wife. Does everybody feel okay back at the house? Mm. What are your symptoms? That's right, Cardi. Stomach aching. I'm, I got chills. I'm oh, freezing. for God's sake. 
Okay, then my final thought is I'm out of here. I'm gonzo. Goodbye. Want me to breathe on you you later, bat boy? (laughs) I haven't eaten any bats. So you claim. Oh, I I need to get back to reply to uh, Kelly Johnson of NBC Bay Area Sports, who has no idea what she's talking about, yet hosts a show on race. But I can't find her reply to my tweet. I don't know if she took it down or what. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Trump speaks tonight. We'll probably be talking about that tomorrow. Yep. Armstrongandgetty.com for all the podcasts. If you missed a segment of the show or uh, we talked about an article or a video or a speech or something, we probably have the link there under hot links, armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase... Uh, what you're doing, lady, 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 watch me.